This week's episode is brought to you by having a song stuck in your head. I have had Jerk It Out by Caesars stuck in my head for the past yeah, two days or so. So I thought I would pass it on to the rest of you. Wind me up, put me down, start me up and watch me go. And now it's with you forever. Having a song stuck in your head. If I'm going through hell, you're coming with me. Welcome to Nexus at Night. As it turns out, action is a genre of books, but young adult is not a genre of movies. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. Pokemon is a lot harder than I remember it being. I'm Rupier. <laughs> what are you stuck on? <laughs> well, I'm stuck on Morty right now, but I was also having problems with Whitney. I'm replaying Soul Silver for funsies. Uh, I really liked uh, the Heart Gold Soul Silver. That's actually probably my favorite era of Pokemon. It's around that era. Gen- Same. Gen Four was my favorite generation. Um... See, I could I could say Gen Five is trash, which may or may not be what I actually think. But <laughs> then I'll get all these people responding to me like, "But the story was so good," as if anyone actually cares about the story in Pokemon games. I know, right? I just I just want uh, to EV train my stuff and go fight people online. I don't really exactly. care about the story. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I remember 4th Gen also had a very convenient uh, bicycle path for uh, catching eggs. Yes. It was just up and down all the time. It yeah. wasn't <laughs> as good as Gen 6, where you could just go around the city. Yeah, you go around the, mm-hmm. the Eiffel Tower ripoff. Yeah. Did Gen 5 it. have that too? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> I remember it had a city, but could you go the whole way? Uh, I think you go in Castelia City, the, the New York thing. Yeah, I I, I, I thought it ended for some reason. I'm not really sure why. I can't remember. Someone, okay. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll tell us. Don't worry. eh, If it makes you feel any better, uh, yesterday I had a bit of a misadventure. Um, I was supposed to go uh, to an open mic, and it was canceled. So me and another comic went to a a a bar down the street, and it was their trivia night. So we decided to jump in on it. And I highly recommend you don't do that. Don't go to a trivia night by accident. (laughs) <laughs> um, why not because this is what's going to happen you're going to show up not know who a bunch of uh, Olympians are based on their picture fall behind by like 15 points then uh, try to make up the points during the round where they're, uh, every answer is a connection so it, it, all the questions ha- uh, were setting up either book or movie genres and I oh. thought it was movie genres and, my, and the other comic thought it was book genres and I ended up writing movie in the end and chose double or nothing. And as it turns out, like I said in the intro, young adult is not a genre of movies. Wow. But, yeah. You guys are dumb. No, I'm dumb. I'm the one who, oh. who chose that. Oh, okay. Um, the, my, my, my logic was that I didn't know action was a genre of book because how can a book have like action that you can see? Like and, actions, that and, kind of thing. And young adult can be a genre of movies because of, you know the Brat Pack and I you know guess. perks of being a wallflower. Yeah. Isn't that young adult? Or well, young adult is almost exclusively applied to books. Okay. Well, now now I know that, and uh, we we lost. It was like there were four teams, and the top three teams got some kind of prize, and we were fourth by like <laughs> a, lo- a lot of points. So uh, yeah. Amazing. Never, never doing uh, trivia night again by accident. Team pizza fries failed, big time. Um, go, how were the pizza fries though? So it, it was. They were so dense, like, <laughs> like 
he he the, the the other comic got this order of pizza fries, and literally he's like, "This is too much food for like a family of four, and I'm going to eat all of this." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, go for it." <laughs> <laughs> He's one of these people where, like, he's he's like he eats a ton, but he's still super thin. Like, he's powered by a small black hole. Like, just all food. I don't, will... don't want to hear about these people. <laughs> oh, because uh, you and I are both pudgy. Yes, that's uh, yeah. it's a pain. All three of us are pudgy. That's true. Yep. Hooray! Ne- Nexus at night, the uh, the weight loss podcast. Anyway, um, so, uh, I'm glad you all had an adventure there. Yep, misadventures more like it. Um. So today, uh, I think that's the longest we've gone without mentioning the topic at hand. Uh, today is a bit of a slapdash episode because we're going to be talking about card design again, um, which we've done several times, and you can, like, I, I think you could throw a dart and probably hit an episode on the SoundCloud page that has to do with card design. But um, the upcoming cards in the Bermuda set for... <coughs> Cardfight Vanguard, and the recently revealed Majesty Lord Blaster that will be coming out for Royal Paladin are fucking bonkers. Um, why don't we go ahead and start with Bermuda Triangle, which we'll get more into detail about the rest of it next week, but uh, there's... What is what is this card's name, this grade four? Uh, hang on. I'm pulling it up. Heart Monopoly... Un- Anezka. Anezka. Aneshka. Or Aneshka, maybe. So why don't you go ahead and read that effect for us right here. Yeah. So it is a grade 4, 14k, force gift. When placed, reveal 10 cards from the top of your deck and shuffle your deck. If all of the normal units reveal have different card game, get one imaginary gift, force, excel, and protect in any order. What? What? The fuck? Sorry, what? Just get every gift, because you Why? can. Why? So, n- not only are these... This, it, not only is this a grade 4 that uh, is meant to be ridden and stay ridden, um, mm-hmm. it's not like... Uh, what's his name? Exculpate the Blaster, or like Gear Chronicle with their pseudo-striding. This is just, you ride it, and then you stay there. Or you win, I assume, is the, the idea. Um... So a lot of people are calling this the Highlander effect because there can only be one of each uh, card in those top ten. Um, what what implications do you think this has for uh, Bermuda Triangle on the whole and for card design on the whole? Because this is the first card in Vanguard history that allows you to get an imaginary gift that is outside your clan's you know normal gift type. Right. I mean, Bermuda Triangle has always been a kitchen sink of ideas. They have all sorts of weird card designs that never really make it into the rest of the game. Or sometimes they just they're used to introduce new mechanics, which is weird. So I think like the question is like how often like ideally you'd want this effect as often as possible. But if you're trying to draw this card every game, you have to play multiple of it, which hurts your chances of actually like mm-hmm. doing your Highlander can- effect. Yeah. So I suppose the ideal situation is just play 51 ofs and just hope for the best. <laughs> but they won't have enough triggers, right? Like, you'll always have trigger to be able to repeat. Um, well, it doesn't count triggers, units. yeah. Oh, I see. But that also means that if your top 10 cards are, like, six triggers, that means you only need to get four separate cards. 
Right. You know, that's it, the fact that they discount triggers as part of the ratio mm-hmm. is uh, understandable, but also pretty hilarious and crazy. So you just have to have a deck of 34 unique cards? Yeah. Well, that is something I've noticed, is that there are several cards with very similar skills. Like, there are a ton of just generic, redundant, gain 10,000 power for some random um, cost or conditions. So, I feel like part of the design going into this set was just make as many cards that do the same thing as possible. So, So, if somebody actually wants to do this bullshit, they can. I would snap do this bullshit. <laughs> you you would snap? I would snap it off. I would just do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, one thing to note about uh, this, you know, this card is that she also intrinsically has the force gift. So if you pull this effect off, you're getting four gifts at a time. That's insane. Yeah, like Hamstay and uh, Scarlet Witch Coco are the only cards in the game right now that get a gift besides their, you know, it, one that comes with the card. Um, and as we know, uh, Pencil Hero Hamstay is good. This hurts me to say. <laughs> like, I hate that stupid card so much, but it's so, like, consistent. I that... can't wait until two years from now when getting, two, like, two or three gifts off our grade three is just the norm. Yeah, of course. No, that's that, yeah. That seems to be the the what's on the horizon. Um, and I think that like, well, also the fact that this is grade four means that you know all of your other more quote unquote important grade threes are now off limits as ride targets. Um, it also means that she doesn't do anything outside of the initial ride turn. Granted, that seems like to be the time where you want to kill because you're going to have two force gifts and excel. An Excel uh, circle in a non-Excel clan, which means that you're hitting numbers on everything uh-huh. for free. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a Protect gift, because go fuck yourself. Why not? And Bermuda Triangle has three of these kinds of grade fours. The other two aren't as ridiculous. but you, uh, Go ahead and read them for us. Yeah. So there's Unparalleled Ingenuity Laura. So when plays, reveal ten cards. If all the un- normal units have the same name or have different names, call any of number of them to a rear guard circle, and they all get 10,000 power until end of turn. And then the other grade four is Diva of Atlanta Irena. So one place, reveal 10 cards. If they all have different names, then at the end of the first battle, you can stand this unit. Okay. So one th- all of these Highlander effects are on place, which means you can't spam them. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Um, secondly, why is Unparalleled Ingenuity Laura not the one that gives you other gift types in a Force Clan? Like, <laughs> it seems like the name writes itself. But because she da- she's actually parallel. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, the d- nomenclature aside, uh, it seems that the free restand and or the uh, yeah, the extra gifts seems to be the most broken thing. Do um, both in a game, right? Yeah, no, yeah, he... you technically could. And, and in... there's one that like calls a bunch of shit too, right? Yeah, yeah. that was that was the first one he read. Yeah, yeah, that was and the other. Just, you could just do all all of them easy. Gotcha. Well, that seems like what it wants you to do, right? You want you run one of each grade four, so you either get extra <laughs> gifts, uh, a free board, or a free reset. 
Yeah. Granted, call the great spirit. It's easy. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, if you run all one ofs in the deck, that means that all of those Highlander skills are guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So the problem with running a deck of all one ofs is that your your deck is going to contain subpar cards. Like your oh, deck absolutely. will contain cards that like it is possible that you will ride a grade three that has no gift. Well, no, there are like five grade threes, remember? Yeah, but that's not enough grade threes. Plus the two in the TD, so that's seven already. And they all have gifts? Yes. Oh, I think so. Never mind, I'm stupid, apparently. We're good. Yeah, like, all all of the VRs are definitely have gifts. Uh, I need to go check the TD again to make sure both of the grade threes there have gifts, too. Why does Bermuda always do this? <laughs> okay, well, one thing to note is that Bermuda Triangle in Premium is still topping in tournaments. <laughs> like, this is a thing. Yeah. And they still don't have their, you know, stuff in English. Like, nothing. No, no you know, new heels, nothing. Um, didn't an unmodified TD get like fourth place in a tournament or something? Yes, yes, it did. Beautiful. <laughs> Good lord, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how to feel about all this, and I don't know if this is just us overreacting. But considering the position that Bermuda Triangle was in to begin with, this can't be good. Well, I don't think this deck like so the the inherent problem with uh, Highlander based decks, and I'm going to use Commander for instance in Magic, is Commander decks are usually inherently much less strong than constructed decks. Uh, like Commander decks might be stronger than say like a, a standard deck in Magic, but they're not going to be as strong as most modern decks, for example. And the reason for that is that your deck is not consistent enough, like. Commander decks often might have some explosive draws, but like most games, like you're not going to have Sol Ring on one into, into bullshit. So like, modern deck can just like tear your hand apart and, and like be fine or just win. So consistency is worth quite a bit. Hmm. So I don't know if it quite matches like the Highlander cards match in that aspect. Well, that is a thing. Is a lot of the the Bermuda Triangle cards are just generic gain power or, like, draw cards. So, like, I think it is reasonable. Since a lot of cards have overlapping effects, I think it is actually reasonable to have this kind of Highlander deck and have it perform reasonably well just because so many cards do the same thing or similar enough things. Like, look no further than the TD. Your two grade threes you get are full, full appeal uh, Falulu, which... On Van, if you call the rear guard this turn, she gets plus 5k. No cost, no anything, just is a thing. And then also on Van, you can once per turn counterblast one, she gets plus 15k. Eat your heart out, Dronic Overlord. And if you have five rear guards, you draw a card. Um, so that combined with your other grade three that is clearly the, quote, inferior one, but it's on Van or rear when it attacks a Vanguard. If you have five rear guards, it gets plus 15k until end of battle. So this is they both do vaguely the same thing, which is they want you to have a full field. Yeah. And then with the colorful pastoral cards, all of them have the melody keyword, so they can all share their effects. Oh my and that God. they all have, they all do have their own unique vanguard effects too. But they all have some sort of generic like power gain or soul charge effect that they get from their melody. 
So yeah, it seems like they actually thought this through at least a little bit, where there are enough differently named cards that do the same thing that you could actually reasonably try to do this kind of deck. I mean, I'll have to let go through and look at all the cards again and do testing, obviously, but on paper, it seems like it's at least feasible. I'm still thinking that this is uh, just like some men want to watch the world burn. <laughs> it's um, very possible that you're just going to see the same freaking Bermuda deck with new triggers. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm in- well, I... Well, I guess there's some rear guards that can be updated, right? Yeah, like... Maybe. And then, like... I feel like Canon might be used for premium, because she... Because yeah, her, like... I can't, I already forgot what the name was, but, you know, she can make you call more than one guardian at a time. <laughs> I already forgot the terminology the fan base made the up battle for Battle door skill. Thank you, yeah. So, yeah, she has a battle door skill that you can use on first ride, so that is something that seems valuable enough early. Sure. Just to make the deck more obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And, of course- and then, we have a grade 2 that in the TD that can just plus 1. Yeah. Because why not? Also, what- you can call it during your grade 1 turn, and just rush during your first ride. Uh, Chaco Loveheart leaves a lot, sorry. Uh, so, grade 2, 10k, in hand, it can be called as a grade 1, and then in parentheses. Can be called a rear guard, even when your vanguard is grade 1. Is grade 2 after being placed. Okay, thank you. And then on van or rear, when placed, load to the top card of your deck and call it to rear, or put it into your soul. This ability may only be used by a card with the same name once per turn. Okay, so they did a they did a hard once per turn like they did with Skullwitch Nemen, thank god. Um, but that's pretty crazy, regardless. Like even it, even if it this is like oh it's a, it's a crit trigger fuck it over you know use it as a booster it's you you're filling your board for free cool <laughs> yeah like with those two I feel like premium Bermuda could be really rush happy if they wanted to be uh huh um I'm not looking forward to this yeah I... especially because if you use the draw starter you have exactly three soul. Mm-hmm. And then, and then after that, you go into the Highlander thing and go for the kill because now you have an Excel circle. <laughs> I, yeah, like Bermuda already looks like decently powerful just with that. I want to play around with the Highlander decks just for fun. But this seems to be like, like Matt was saying earlier, indicative of a larger thing with. Boucherode and Bermuda Triangle, which is all their new crazy shit goes through there first. That's their test audiences. That's their, uh, you know, that's their tutorial level for card design. Yeah, very positive. I mean, that's what they've done in the past, right? It's like, seemed like they've given, um, like, the, the, like, prototypes of, like, the new hot shit to Bermuda. Mm Mm-hmm. Or if you're in, or if you were old Markumo, you got prototypes of the of the hot shit before they were actually hot shit. That's okay. You guys are top tier and standard now. <laughs> and nobody's playing it. Can you believe oh. that? Sad. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Oh, screw you. 
No, you're not gonna do it. You're not gonna do it this episode. All not, right. Not, not right now. <laughs> okay. Well, the thing the thing with Bermuda Triangle is that yes, they would get like the you know the, the earliest version of whatever, and then inevitably it would be improved upon. But it seems that as of the end of G era, there's like they may have like you know opened Pandora's box, and it's still that good. You know, a year plus later. And I don't know if looking at this type of, like, all, all this new stuff for standard format will, uh, you know, if that'll continue to be the case. Where what if what if they decide this is too much and then don't do the mm-hmm. multi-gifting, multi-type of gifting in other clans? Which, honestly, I don't think th- that should have been done anyway. But, um... <laughs> well, I feel like if we were to see anything like that, it wouldn't be until... Uh, the set after the upcoming one, the one with uh, Kagero, Novas, and Link Joker. I think yeah. we're more likely first to get uh, uh, some double gift, double gift cards. Mm-hmm. So, like, imagine like them printing like Dragonic Overlord at the end that's like double force gifts, or like it like has some other effects, right? Yeah. So you can like stack them both on Vanguard. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. <laughs> the point is like. I think we're going to see double gifts, much like Hamscape, before we see, uh, like, different Getting multiple of... different kinds of gifts. Yeah. Also, think... this is not the first time Bermuda Triangle has had this Highlander effect. Really? Yes. There was a very old promo that nobody knows or cares about, because it's terrible, called Cheerful Etoile Olivia. So... If you stride into the Olivia stride, you can reveal the top seven cards, and if all of them have different card names, you can call two of them to separate rear guard circles, and then put a card from hand into soul. Strange. And then on Van, this during your turn, it gets plus 5k for each at still at Olivia in your G-Zone. Weird. Yeah. I don't know, this could just be a case of them not having any ideas for Bermuda and throwing the kitchen sink at them. Because they also have the melody gimmick where everything with the same keyword shares an ability. I think that also might have to do with the whole Highlander thing, because if everything is different then and you want that same skill, that's how you get around running cards with different names. Mm-hmm. Now, all of them activating at the same time is a little... Uh, odd and seemingly better than most but I'm not really sure how this would play out in uh, you know the metagame. One thing that can be said for sure is that Boucherud seems to have gotten rid of the bouncing and recalling thing for Bermuda Triangle in favor of giving that to Nubatama. Which I am incredibly upset about but there's nothing I can actually do about it. Aw oh, buddy you, 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 could go, you could go outside uh, Boucherud's headquarters and to say anything, put a boombox above your head. <laughs> Just, I don't know, play play some kind of song that has to do with bouncing. <laughs> Wear a mermaid outfit. And that there's still one more VR that we don't know about for Bermuda, so... We will get to, we'll get to that next week, because we will be doing that set review. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming everything's been revealed, because we'll be doing it a week in advance of it coming out in Japan. But we'll see how that goes. Um, I think uh, another thing we should bring up is on stream, uh, at the time of recording this, 
they revealed the effect for Majesty Lord Blaster. The original, or the, the, the new Majesty Lord Blaster. Um, so this new Majesty Lord Blaster uh, is a grade 3, 13k. It is not a grade 4, thank God, so it's not more things we have to talk about with that. But on Vanguard Circle, during your turn, if you have six types of units with Blaster in its name, it gets the power and critical of all of your rear guards. Oh. When I say types well, of units, I mean blasters with different names. Um, yeah, I feel like just saying that from the start would be clearer. I, yeah. I, I'm getting this off Proof's Discord, and that's how they typed it. And uh, I I just kind of went along with what the type said, and that in might or might not make me an idiot. Okay, and then the other skill is, on Vanguard Circle, when your drive check reveals a card with blaster in its name, you may call that card to an empty rear guard circle. Empty. Empty. So this does not mean that you can attack with your two columns of, columns of blasters and then attack with MLB and, oh, here's another blaster blade. Call it. Man, how bullshit would that be? <laughs> that would be very crazy and very inconsistent, it seems like. Yeah, well, you either get another attack or you get a trigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you build yeah. your deck with only blasters. It seems like, like, outside of Spike Brothers, they're really trying to avoid giving Force Clans the ability to multi-attack. Unless I'm forgetting other clans too. Um, so I guess restanders with Overlord technically. Yes, that's kind of the only other thing. Or whatever Dimension Police does. Yeah, I guess there's that. <laughs> Rewriting, I guess. Or well, no, there's also uh, Miracle Beauty. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. But that one's like really complicated. It is pretty unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, the card is like played, but. It's... <laughs> If you're still playing DP, God bless you. But yeah, regardless, this uh, the the implications of this uh, seem to be insane. But I don't think it's as crazy as we're making it out to be. It's PG or GG. Yeah, I'm attacking with six criticals. Uh, all your rear guards. Yeah, six criticals. No. Um, <laughs> and it's for okay. So in general, let's say you have. Um, you know, two 10Ks on each side, and then a back row of 8Ks, so f- plus 44K um, to your 13K, 57. And force gift, because why not? What? Yeah, so like 67K, 6 crit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he gets that clan, this just doesn't matter. <laughs> I just love the idea of someone, like, they're so excited they finally got their field of all six blasters. And then you're just like, yeah, about that. And, and then you remember you're playing against Angel Feather, and it was all for naught. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, Card seems fine. Seems sweet, I guess. But like, why? Uh, weirdly enough, it feels like a better first ride than anything, because then your board might still be reasonably empty for you to fill it with a blaster card. Yeah. And then. Early on, your opponent might not be set up yet, so there is a chance that you might actually get all the power in crit. And imagine going first, you just riding this guy on three, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then, like, calling, like, maybe all but one spot, and just attacking with Vanguard and getting the last call. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, your opponent looks at it like, oh, okay, you don't have it yet, no guard, and then you call the last thing and you just, just get watch. Him. Get him. <laughs> It's like the opposite of a miracle heal, like in the shittiest way. <laughs> take take six, nerd. Yeah. 
I hope they print a blaster with like zero crits just to make it confusing. <laughs> I'm sure they would. Um, there's already enough confusion with how uh, Dindrain works in Dold Paladin, where for the last time, if you do the draw from her skill, you do not get plus 3k. That is only if you do the counter charge. Like, people have uh, reading comprehension issues. Mm-hmm. Even though it says it literally on the card. But, you know, whatever. Yes, of course. Um, one thing that can be said about this for uh, from a card design perspective is that it seems that they are trying to bring back sub-clans, maybe? I hope not. I hope not I mean, either. they've already been kind of doing that, uh, slowly but surely. In what way? Yeah. Well, like, recently with the leaders and then... Like, Link Joker is going to get the Star Corpse thing soon. I think Shadow Paladin already cared about blasters before this. Some. There, there was, like, a, like yeah. Blaster Rapier or something that mm-hmm. cared about him. Yeah, there are already a few cards that cared about being blasters. I feel like there were more, but I can't remember them off the top. All right, the Nubatama Grade 3 both care about their own individual stuff at times, and it was weird. Well, that's different if you want a specific Vanguard compared mm-hmm. to if you're... Well, yeah, but the, I think the Vanguards also wanted other specific cards, too. In Nubatama's... <coughs> sorry. In Nubatama's case, is not necessarily. Yeah, um, but it was, like, starting to go in this direction where you start caring about having a specific Vanguard, and then that Vanguard kind of also cared about specific rear guards. Yep. So, what do we think about this? Uh, like, did we enjoy subclans the first time around? No. No. I didn't either. Um, xenophobia is, I think, something that inhibits deck building. Um, mm-hmm. That can be used to your advantage when it comes to something like, this is a very good effect, but I want you to use it with this thing only, so as to prevent broken combos. That's understandable. But there are some things where it's just like, dude, do I really have, like... Uh, Kabuki Kondo. Did I really need Kujikiri Kondo as my vanguard to make them bounce two and then discard two? There's no reason to... It's already a crazy cost at Counterblast 2. You don't need to artificially tie it to this one vanguard so you're, like, riding back and forth like some kind of moron. Just being like, I want this for this turn and I want this for this turn. I, I just... I really hope they don't go in the same direction as subclans. It doesn't seem like things are as bad as they were before. Mm-hmm. But we've also had just had less sets involving these subclan kinds of things because I think they like actively tried to avoid it in the first several sets. But what? you know, when clans get their third wave of support, they're going to be tempted to do this again, right? Yeah. Oh, right. Magus also did it. Like, damn it, Pentagonal cares uh... about having Magus rear guards. Yeah. So yeah, I I just think that xenophobia for the most part, is a bad thing for card design. Especially with something like um, like a game like Yu-Gi-Oh! where deck building is cramming a bunch of different engines together and hoping if that works. And it does because of how the game works. But in Vanguard's case, where you already have you know clan fight as the official format of the game... The deck building should be inhibited just by choosing what clan to play. I don't think you necessarily need to be subdividing the clans that are already, you know, kind of... Su- like, look at what happened to Nubatama on the first go-around. 
they, you know, it's their first wave of support, and you have the choice to do two decks that are mediocre, a hybrid deck that's even more mediocre, or just sit on your thumbs and wait for wave two. Just trying to think about how to, like, like what is their plan exactly? Like, we know that Murakuma Wave Three was announced too, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, if they do the same thing that they usually do, and kind of like uh, hold back on claims they think are too strong, which I guess they don't actively like say that they do, but they kind of do. Then, like, what's going to happen? Are they just going to subclan out Murakumo to the end of the t- end of time? I'm not sure. Uh, like, well, with Murakumo, they, they have multiple deck builds, but now you know it's two waves, and it's also a clan that can be you know uh, have multiple different engines in the same deck and do okay. It seems like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like. You have to come up with something that's like reasonably as strong, but like not crazy much stronger than what currently exists, right? Yeah. Or if it's slightly better, you just throw away the old support. Yeah. Well, and then that also comes down to power creep, which is its own can of worms. Of you, you, you either have to power creep or do set rotation in order to continue selling your game and you know holding tournaments and mm-hmm. paying your card designers and your artists and social media people, everybody. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. I Power creep is going to be a problem again. I'm just not sure when it's going to happen. But yeah. uh, I, I think uh, until we start seeing double gifts, like, very commonly, I'm probably not too worried about it. I don't think the triple gift card in Bermuda is something I'm actively worried about. Yeah, neither am I. It's so weird and random. Especially when you consider all the other weird and random things that are in the set. That I say, this, I feel like I'm it might be too soon to. Hmm. I say this, but I'm gonna lose to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, so you're the mayor from Jaws. We can't close the beaches. It's fine. It, everything's fine, and then you, people start dying. Yep. It's gonna be me. I'm the mayor from Jaws. <laughs> My opponent's just going to be like, I'm going to ride this, reveal top ten, and I'm like, oh, this he's probably going to miss. going to be fine. Nope. <laughs> and then he's going to play two of the same card. Oh, just j- going to j- be like... How? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like look, you know, like I'm looking into a camera that's not there. And I'm going to be like, why me? What, <laughs> what, just House of Cards style? Like just... Yeah, just out into the distance, like... Why does this happen? Why? What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> you know what the worst part was when I said House of Cards style. I like made an expression at my window to my left. Nobody is here in the attic with me. That's true. You you guys are well, all in different cities, so you can't see me doing. Th- Who is that for? <laughs> to be fair, there could be somebody looking in that window. I mean, I'm on the second floor. Uh, oh, I know. Wait, there's someone out in the. Tr- Matt? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing out in my tree? Go home. Look. <laughs> no. Can't make me. Wait, yes, you can. Hold on. <laughs> um, so I, I think, like, in general, it, it's probably just a good wrap-up to suggest that I think they're... Bushroad's doing okay if weird things with card design as they get ready for their second or third wave, depending which clan you are. 
Um, I may or may not have been uh, spooked and or imagination captured by that multi-gift thing, but uh, who who wasn't? Also, uh, there is a Bermuda Grade 2 that I can't stop looking at because in the picture, it looks like she's holding uh, like a vacuum cleaner, but -hmm. it's a microphone, but it really looks like a vacuum cleaner. Which grade two is that? Um, friendly high touch Sholita. Shultia, sorry. Ten uh, K grade two when it attacks. If your opponent has called two or more guardians this turn, it gets plus fifteen K. I can see where it looks like a vacuum cleaner. Like a, same. Like in a thumbnail, especially, it really looks like a vacuum yeah. cleaner. Yeah, you feel like far away from it. Yeah. Yeah. That has nothing to do with card design. Uh, it, I should probably tie it in with the. Theme of the episode. This gains power for free because of a thing. Is what? it a vacuum cleaner if it's underwater? What it, What would it be otherwise? Well, I don't know. I How do vacuum be. cleaners work underwater, though? I mean, you have like um like a shop vac. Uh, if you have um like you like uh so in two like I think 2010, I was uh, living at my dad's house. And there was a lot of crazy rainstorms where he was uh, living, and his living room flooded. So there was about an inch of water in the in this living room, and he brought in a shop vac, which is just, it's a vacuum, and you suck up the water. That's a thing you can do with a vacuum. Um, I don't think that changes it from being a vacuum. Like it's not like a, oh, because because it sucks up this stuff, it ceases being a vacuum compared to your typical dust and dust bunnies and. Yeah, but then you're also underwater, so you would be sucking up the water with all of the trash and stuff. So yeah. maybe the vacuum has gills. Trash tag. <laughs> I mean, we don't we, we don't see the end of this quote-unquote vacuum cleaner, so we don't know what it's well, connected to. It's not to. even a vacuum cleaner. I know it's not, but just for the sake of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> commit, Matt, commit. Um, All right. So one thing I will say is I do like actually I do think the Highlander um, mechanic of you know revealing top ten and checking for, for normal units with different names is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I think it's like a nice space to design around. I think it's a little more cards than I would want because I would want the effects to be probably a bit weaker, but it to be more it to be playable in more scenarios. Like if it were just like top five, yeah, and mm-hmm. then like have weaker effects. Then you could still get away with like playing some of the same card, and so just add like a little bit more like reasonableness to the decks that you're building with it. But I think ten is a lot where it's going to be really hard to justify playing too many cards with the same name. So I think that also has something to say about deck building, where if you're running multiple cards in this Highlander, it 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 better be pretty damn good. Like that's that's your signal for this is worth the risk of it not hitting. Um, also, 10 cards is a sizable chunk of your deck. I think that the uh, ability to miss, e- even if you run like just two copies of one thing and everything else is one copy, uh, it, you know, th- there's, a, there's a chance that it could just not happen. Also, if for some reason all 10 cards are triggers, that works. <laughs> well, I can tell you this. If you're... You can run... So if, if you are a spicy person... You can run two copies of one of the grade fours and just hope you don't draw another grade four in <laughs> What do you mean? Like, if you feel like one of the grade fours is just kind of bad, yeah, you can just not run it and double up on a different grade four. Oh, yeah. And just hope you don't hit two of them. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Although if you're but on one, you're not going to hit like, the pretty other. Pretty good grade four, so this isn't really that big of a problem. Yeah. What also kind of confuses me in a, in a, in a high. So if you run one of a card in Vanguard, you're like 99 percent to take it as your first damage. <laughs> but if your deck is Barbara's all one of, yeah. But if your deck is all one ofs. I'm not like. What's your first damage going to be? It's, I don't know. It's all. Of, it's all of the cards, right? You said if oh, you, so you just die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just deck out immediately. Yeah. That's going to be Lee's a lot, one hundred percent of the time because she's really good. You're right. All right. But man, so hooray for card design. Um, that pretty much wraps up this episode of Nexus at Night. Why don't you guys go ahead and plug yet? Plug thine selves. You can find me on Twitter at Wiggums 2 gs 2 zs You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Where he will be playing Pokemon and trying to figure out how to beat Morty, which, for just go get a normal type. All you're going to do is survive five sucker punches. You'll be fine. Um, you can find this show, uh, this show on Twitter or Instagram, at Nexus at Night. You can also find uh, me personally at Atlas Novak. Novak is spelled <laughs> N-O-V-A-C-K. Atlas is spelled like the Book of Maps or uh, the Ayn Rand book if you're a shitty libertarian. And uh, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.